Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Oh, I love the sound of that intro, Charity. It never gets old. I just love hearing that. Me too. Wait. Charity, you're here. I'm here. I'm back. We're back. We were gone for a bit. We had we had some things going on. <laughs> yeah, well, you could say that, uh, say the least. But if you follow us on social media, you were treated to a nice Facebook Live that I gave last week where we showed Sophie the Crime Kitty. She did make an appearance and she was beautiful. She absolutely is. What people do not know is the studio that we're in now is a green screen studio. And so when I sat her down on the floor, she immediately took off the room and saw the green screen and went, oh, I'm going to climb this. And she did. She ripped it off the wall. So Charity is now has a half a green screen behind her. Of course, it's my side. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Guys, if you want to be a part of all of these fun Case Watch shenanigans, follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast. Twitter, Case Watch Pod, info at casewatchpodcast.com if you want to send us an email. And I just want to say thank you. We threw out a couple weeks ago that we were looking for more iTunes reviews, and you guys came through. They did. You went to iTunes, you searched Case Watch Podcast, and you left us a five star review. And you guys are our heroes. We love you guys. We do. But for hmm. all of you who have not, Go ahead and search Case Watch Podcast on the Apple Podcast app and leave us a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say. You can go ahead and say... Team Charity. 
No, that's yep. no, yep. no team Mark. Team charity or team Mark. That's totally fine. Or, or both team charity and team Mark is fine too. <laughs> Why, when you say team Mark, are you rolling your eyes? I didn't roll my eyes. Did you I? were, you're like, Oh, team Mark, team Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> It must my be bad. a natural my bad. occurrence. <laughs> it probably is. Guys, I'm so happy to be back in studio. You don't even realize how much of a stress relief this is for us or how much we just love doing this because this is what we love to do. And not having charity on here was horrible. It was. And I let's clear the air right now because I had a couple of people say after the live broadcast, they're like, we are team charity and you're putting charity's business out on the street. Like I'm holding my hips now, just like they were. I, I really wish you guys could see what he's doing. And you shouldn't be putting her going ons out on the street because you're telling everybody she had the vid. I and told I'm like, her to. yeah, wait, so I don't rock over you. What charity? I, I told, I told him to, because I wanted you guys to know there was a good reason why we weren't rec- recording. So yeah, charity <laughs> fans is how you know. <laughs> and also, Mark did not give me COVID. I got COVID from work. Um, Thank you. We kept proper. Me and Charity are sitting about six feet apart, and I waited until I tested negative, and then we waited an extra four days past that before did, I did record. And we did two lives that were we did remote. Lives, I'm sorry, yeah. we did two remotes. Yeah, we we recorded remotely. So that if you saw, you know, we were a little bit off. It's because we were we were recording remotely. Exactly. And so. I have had a hard enough time teaching Charity how to use her laptop when she's sitting across the table. So imagine me having to do tech support with her on the it was, phone. It was difficult. <laughs> but I do want to thank all of the crime creeps for their well wishes and, um, you know, got through the COVID. Thank goodness. Uh, I know there's other people out there that have had much of a worse time. So uh, prayers to all of you. Yeah, unfortunately, one of the podcasters that I listened to, I just saw this morning, had passed away. So oh. it was horrible. Uh, R.I.P. Gina Militia. She was a fantastic photographer, um, like wonderful podcaster, helped so many people out in her career. And I did see this morning that she unfortunately did pass away. So it's very sad. It's it's horrible. And let's just hope that we can get through this. And what do we do, Charity? We tell you guys cases that you haven't heard. We give you guys entertainment. Just try to take your mind off of the goings on of everyday life because not all of us have the best life going on sometimes. And sometimes it's a nice escape. Exactly. Speaking of that, I hear triple D's make an appearance again today. Yes. I have one triple D in particular, and it's going to be the only triple D that I read today. And it was sent to us by Walter. Walter, Walter is a very good crime creep. He sends us a lot of stuff. Sends us a lot of stuff. And he knew that this would be fantastic for Triple D. So. I'm excited. Roll on. It is called the Spokane Spanker. <laughs> I like it already. Yeah. Jonathan L. Smith was arrested on April 20th, 2017. He was 29 at the time. There was more than one report to the police about his behavior. Before the police arrested the Spanker... He would take it upon himself to walk into KHQ television and give a tear-filled confession on camera. He confessed that he could have slapped up to 50 women in the rear. He said he did it for the thrill mark. <laughs> it was thrilling for him. And that he was trying to be, you know, daring and mischievous. This spanker was sentenced to eight counts of fourth-degree assault for the assaults that happened in downtown Spokane and on the Centennial Trail. 
Judge Vance Peterson ordered that Jonathan serve 13 days in jail for each of the eight spanks. <laughs> On top of that, he was sentenced to 24 months of probation and to have a psychosexual evaluation. People, just keep your hands to yourself, please. All right. First off, oh, my job that? is to bring humor. Yes. Second, I am in no way making light of any sort of sexual misconduct, Absolutely. sexual was, touching. Yep. That is wrong. Very wrong. The fact that he went on TV and said, you guys, but I could have touched so much more booty. You have no clue. I could have touched more booty, that, but I didn't. That is the part that got me too. He he was so upset <laughs> that he he did all of this, that he wanted to tell the world on oh TV. Oh my God. It could have been it. worse. Yeah. See, you don't see. Yeah. He was just doing it for the thrill. Oh my God. It was harmless, apparently, in his mind. It wasn't harmless. Nope. You are an absolute douchebag. You're a pig. Keep your hands to yourself. Yes. Yeah. Don't give me no lines. No. And keep your hands to yourself. Oh, that was good, Mark. I but, came up with that right now. It's never been. Somebody should write a song and say that. I do want to thank the spanker and, of course, Walter for sending this in because this was a good triple D. I agree. Yeah. Dumbass. It was a good return. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. All right. What are we going to move on to next, my friend? We have um, a case that actually happened in Connecticut very recently that I would like to bring attention to. And it was sent to us by Jill. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I do know. Yes. Okay. This is funny. Uh, so somebody was reaching out to the page and charity does a lot of the, the Facebook and the Instagram messages because I do the text, the voicemail, um, the emails and stuff like that. And charity is more social than I am. Like you usually get like a, Hey, thanks for the follow of the peace sign or like, yeah. you know, awesome. How you doing with the mark that, I have a lot going on too, and Charity does too, but she loves to talk to you guys. So, and all of a sudden, I see in this message, it was like, FYI. I, and I think she thought she was talking to me, like, I'm your girlfriend's cousin. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. That Jill. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I thought that was so, so awesome. So, Jill, this one is for you. It is for you, Jill. And we appreciate you sending this to us because we do need to bring some awareness to this. This is a horrible thing that happened. Okay, Mark, this is about a young woman named Lauren Smith-Fields. Lauren was found dead in her apartment in Bridgeport, Connecticut, December 12th, 2021. She was only 23 at the time. Okay, so this is recent. This is very recent. Okay, I haven't heard about this one. I like when we get a more recent case that we can bring awareness to. So great, Charity, roll on. She was found dead after going on a Bumble date. This gets a, what? a Bumble date. Bumble, what is that? Bumble what? is like an app, a dating app. All right, I figured I would ask because if it's something that I don't know, I'm assuming some of our listeners might not know as well. Exactly. It's, it, it's you know, you can, it's just a place to meet people, apparently. Okay. Uh, Lauren's family has been very critical of law enforcement, insisting that they've never taken um, her death seriously. That's not good. No. Her death has been ruled an accidental overdose, but her family has many questions. They recently announced they will be suing the city of Bridgeport for being racially insensitive and for not properly investigating the circumstances surrounding Lauren's death. So Lauren was a beautiful black woman and her family believes that she was treated unjustly because of the color of her skin. And that's very possible. In my eyes, is basically crime is colorblind. It is. To me. So me I too. look at all cases on the merit of the case and not by the color of the victim or perpetrator's skin. So if this case turns out to be what they're saying, 
people need to pay. So do you have research on this that you can present? I do. And it's infuriating. All right. So Charity, go on ahead. A 32-year-old man named Matthew LaFontaine was the bumble date and the person that called 911 early in the morning of December 12th. Matthew said he and Lauren went on a date the night before, and when he woke up early the next morning, he found her laying on her side. She wasn't breathing, and he claimed she had blood dripping from her nose. Matthew also told the authorities the two had matched on Bumble about three days before they decided to meet up. He claims he arrived at Lauren's house at about 9.30 p.m. the night before her death and said she had asked for $40 to go get her nails done and told him to arrive at the house with a bottle of tequila. I'm assuming there's proof of their correspondence, like via cell phone and text and stuff. I would hope that the authorities looked at that right away. I would hope that would be their first step because I'm assuming these companies do keep logs, even if they are deleted off your phone or my phone. Yep. These companies must keep logs of their chat transcripts and whatnot for cases of... Well, just like this, maybe. Absolutely. Matthew said they drank the tequila, played some games, ate, and then watched a movie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. He went on to say that Lauren got up at one point to go to the bathroom and, quote unquote, get sick. Then she supposedly met her brother outside to get something from him, then came inside, went to the bathroom for 10 to 15 minutes. Sounds like he was quick to paint a picture, huh, Mark? See, now to me, there's a way to find out certain things. And if you have a bunch of erroneous extra over the top information, information is where lies come from, is how I feel. Absolutely. Because you have to say, basically, all right, well, this is what's going on. So I need to make it look like this to paint this picture, as you just said. So there's a lot of extra erroneous information with this guy. And I'm assuming, like I said, people that don't know our podcast, I do not know what Charity's presenting. And I have never heard of this case. But I am assuming that this guy probably is going to make a habit of having a little extra information from here on out. Oh, yes. According to the police report, Matthew said he thought these happenings were odd, but he didn't feel it was his place to say anything because he didn't know her very well. He went on to say that Lauren fell asleep while they were watching the movie. So 
He so graciously carried her to the bedroom and slept next to her, waking up at 3 a.m. to use the bathroom and heard her snoring. He allegedly woke up again at 6.30 a.m. And this is when he noticed her not breathing and called 911. Matthew was described as frantic and visibly shaken. He was never taken into custody for further questioning. And as of January 16th, he has not been called a person of interest. All right. Hold up. Yep. Yep. Hold up. Yep. I know you said to let me listen to the case. No, go ahead. But I have comments. Pipe on in. Whether this was an accidental death or this was a homicide, a suicide, I don't know what any of this is. Yep. But are you serious? Like, Like, literally, they didn't take him into even question, like, what happened? Listen to this. Lauren's brother was later told that Matthew wasn't brought in because he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer seemed like a nice effing guy to a lot of people, too. He sure did. But I don't care, and I'm not trying to paint a picture of anything. He was there. He is the lone witness to what is going on so far, and they didn't even question him because he's nice. Well, let me That just, doesn't fly in the court of case watch. Let me just add this, and this is gonna, might infuriate you a little bit more. More than I already am? <laughs> um, so before I continue... Let's just say, as I said earlier, Lauren was a beautiful 23-year-old black woman. And let me tell you, like, we'll show pictures of her. She could have been a model. Like, not that that matters. You know, any death is horrible. Um, And Matthew, on the other hand, um, is a 37-year-old white man that stated himself he hardly knew her. So why would the police at least not take him in for further questioning? Yeah. Makes no sense. That's odd. I thought it was a little odd. That is noted odd now. Um, Chantel Fields is Lauren's mother, and she said that a day and a half later, she went to her daughter's home because she couldn't get into contact with her. When she arrived, there was a note on the door that said, if you are looking for Lauren, please call this number. Oh, my God. Nobody even contacted the freaking family. Sorry, guys. I wanted to swear really bad there. The cops left that note? Yeah, they left a little note on the door for her family. Yeah. Hey, in case you're looking for your kid, uh, she's dead. So contact us. Chantel, of course, called the number, was told that her daughter died, and then told was told that a detective would be over in, you know, about 30 minutes. She then said she waited over an hour, so called the number back and was told to stop calling and was hung up on. Now, this is Chantel's account, and I don't know if it was all documented. I hope it was, if this is how it really went down, because if it is, the authorities should be ashamed of themselves. Ashamed. I'm like awestruck. I was very angry when I was reading into this. A crime scene investigation was not done for a full week. This was when the case was assigned to a different detective. Lauren's brother, Lakeem Jetter, and his family said they saw flipped plates, cups of liquor, and lube in the home. They also saw a blood stain in the middle of Lauren's bed. None of this was to be examined as evidence. On December 29th, while cleaning out her apartment, the family found a used condom in the trash and a random unknown pill. Clearly, these items were not taken into evidence. What uh, the heck? The family found evidence. You're not going to take a used condom that has DNA and all kinds of... Like, what, what the what heck? What if what was in that I Am Blown Away charity? So you're telling me these authorities already conducted their investigation. They've mm-hmm. already checked this stuff. And this poor family, after losing their loved one, goes in to clean this house up, and they're finding stuff. They find the evidence. Yeah. Something is wrong here. That They find an, an unknown pill. An unknown pill and a used condom. So clearly he didn't just lay next to her and sleep. Something went down. 
Wow. The family's lawyer, Darnell Crossland, has said no evidence has been submitted to the forensic science lab. This makes me really, really mad. Yeah. Like, how is this possible? I don't understand. I really don't. So what is what they're going with as their M.O.? Is that going to come out? Is this like they're saying suicide or accidental or? As I read on, you'll find out a little bit. I'm painting this picture and I'm getting so mad. You're so angry. I knew you would be. I I knew you would be. January 21st, Crossland made the announcement that the family had full intentions to sue the Bridgeport Police Department. He said the family believed that the police department was racially insensitive and that they failed to investigate the young woman's death properly. Uh, You think? You think? Yeah, 100 percent. Guilty as charged. Yep. Losers. Crossland also talked about how there was much evidence left at the scene and not taken in for investigation. The family lawyer also referred to Kevin Cronin, the detective that was first assigned to the case, having a connection to Matthew Lafontaine. This information is being investigated at this time. So the lawyer is alluding to the fact that maybe this guy Matthew's family has some sort of connection with this detective that was first on the case. He's he's not on the case anymore, thank God, but... Yeah, so in my non-involved with this eyes, they pull the guy off the case. There's obviously a connection. Right. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Protection is protection. Uh, don't worry, brother. We'll, we'll make sure... Oh, he's a nice this, guy. He yeah. seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, we got you. Right. We'll take care of it. Winky, winky. Right. Crossland has been very vocal about the difference between white women that have got died or gone missing and a black woman that face the same fate. He told Rolling Stone, the world drops everything. We are done with this valuation. So. All right. Let me stop you there. First, before I continue on, I want to make sure I put this nice and clear. This is a statement from me, Mark. It is not indicative of Case Watch. It's not indicative of Flatface Media or Bowdry Media Works or Charity, this is my statement. Fair warning. They're right. Absolutely. Love Gabby Petito case. We covered it in depth. Gabby Petito was a very cute, blonde, white woman. Yep. She was all over the news, as she should have been, 100%. But you know who else needs to be all over the news? Everybody else who's in the same situation. I don't care if you're black, white, brown, blue. I don't care male, female, transgender. Or whatever preference you may be, let's not forget, at the end of the day, we're all human. Human beings. We're human beings. We all should be treated equally. That is my statement. And like I said, I'm not putting it on anybody else, but this pisses me off because there is a valid point to what they're saying. There are so many people. All right. Here, right off the bat, this exact case. I follow true crime. I've not heard of this case. Nope. How is that even possible? It takes a listener sending it in. And it's our next door neighbor. It's in Connecticut. Charity, that makes it even worse. This should be something that had been all over the news in our area. I know. The system is broken, guys. With all of us together who keep pushing back, it's going to hopefully make a difference. So now I'm fired up. So whatever you're going to say from here on out, just fair warning. Mark is fired up. Mark is really fired up. He's like having trouble like forming his words. He's so angry. I get it. I was too, but I already know the. I've already read the case. Um, but I couldn't agree more. I mean, if someone is missing or if someone has died in a suspicious way, protocol and outreach should be exactly the same. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We need to rally together and make sure justice is served for all. This is not okay. This is not okay at all. I agree with you. And I have no problem with backing the blue and supporting law enforcement and all that. But uh, I support good law enforcement officers. So if you're one of the ones who sweep things under the rug or you're the one who looks the other way or takes it upon yourself to decide that uh, different people deserve different um, looking after, I guess you would say, you don't belong to be backed and you don't belong on a police force. Nope, I agree. On January 23rd, Lauren's family had a march for answers from the police department and to get justice for this beautiful young woman. They chose this day because it was Lauren's birthday and she would have been 24 years old. so sad. Do you know what else is sad? I watch NBC Nightly News all the time. I didn't see any mention of this. Did not. I watch Dateline. I watch all these shows and I heard no mention of any of this. But whenever, I mean, and I'm not taking one person over the other. Harmony Montgomery, it's been all over the news nationwide. Gabby Petito, Dr. Phil had exclusive shows. It was a part of Newsmax's every single day schedule. It was a part of CNN. Why isn't this? This is a march for a person. Yep. Give me an effing break, people. Now I'm I'm just beyond furious. Guys, actually, let's let's go ahead and share this story any way that you can with people. All right. I'm gonna go right here and say. If there's a case that you guys are following or you're seeing that's not getting the coverage it needs, send it to us. Please do what Jill did and send it to us because we'll cover it. I don't care who it is. If it's a case that needs to be covered, I will preach from the top of the mountains. Right. Off, you know, to bring awareness to it. And case. all these parents are asking for is for for the case to be properly gone through and and looked into and investigated. I mean, there's not even a person of interest. I am a father of two beautiful girls. Mm-hmm. And I would be absolutely devastated if I sat there and saw my daughter's cases not being worked on. Mm-hmm. Evidence, all this blows evidence. me away. I don't know. I can't believe this still happens. Lauren's autopsy results came back on January 24th and ruled her death as an accident. It stated she died of acute intoxication due to the combination of fentanyl. Is it fentanyl? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. I say that one wrong too. Okay. 
promethazine, hydroxazine, and alcohol. Since there was fentanyl in her body, the police would finally open a criminal investigation. Crossland told... Yeah, but they're probably opening it up to say, look, oh, she was a drug dealer or she took fentanyl. She's bad. I hope You're not going to convince me otherwise that they're not some scumbaggery going on, especially since they know this individual. Now, oh, I'm so freaking mad. Uh, Thanks it, a lot, Jill. Now you got me worked up. Jill, he's really worked up. Crossland told WTNH he believes the toxology report makes Lauren's death look quote unquote, more like a murder. He goes on to say, I've never seen a medical examiner conduct a mix of drugs was an accident without knowing who provided the drugs or how it was ingested. The family had their own autopsy done and are waiting for the results. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Joe Gannam, Bridgeport's mayor, said that internal affairs would be investigating the police department. And he also had two police officers put on leave. That's interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Sad that it took Lauren's family to get a lawyer and make this much noise to just get a proper investigation into their daughter's death, all while grieving. Think about this, guys. This family is grieving. Their beautiful young daughter is gone, and nobody even wants to investigate why. And now you got to look at it from the family's point of view. They're pretty much doing the investigation. They found the stuff at the scene, and now... Insult to injury, the officers just get put on leave for, you know, unknown reasons. Interesting. Interesting, to say the least. I, I don't like it. I don't like Something any of it. Something is afoot here. We got to make some noise, guys. We got to make some noise and just help this family because this is horrific. I agree. Let's uh, find out what the, is it Bridgeport? Bridgeport. Bridgeport Police Department's Twitter handle is. And just every day, maybe send them a little message that says, how about investigating this case? Yep. Huh. No harm, no foul on my end. No. Just let them know. We're all thinking about it. We can be polite about it. We're Absolutely. Not gonna, we're not going to be rude. We'll just say, hey, listen, we really want some answers for this family. Yeah. How about investigating? That would be nice. I agree 100%. It's really sad, especially when we're trying to create a society where everybody is equal, when it doesn't even seem like there's equal law enforcement policing tactics right. being done here. I'm I, trying to be as polite as I can, but to get my point across that this is wrong. Very wrong. I mean, this is a case I want to keep following up on. Now that it's on my radar, yep. it's not going off. I'm like a heat-seeking missile. Yep. So this is a case that I will be following, and I will lead the charge on my little Twitter campaign against them. Do you want to know what bothers me the most out of this whole case besides the whole, you know, um, Evidence being left and not even, you know, just kind of just quick to, to cut it off. Sure. And, and I'll tell you what bothers me the and, most. And the whole not finding the family and leaving a freaking note on the door. Yep. Disgusting. Yep. The thing that bothers me the most is this man that called 911 in the wee hours of the morning was not her boyfriend. She had just met him and they took his word on the occurrences of what happened a guy who told the police himself, I didn't, I don't really know her at all. Okay, but you're going to take his word that what he said happened, happened. And just said, oh, you can go home. This guy didn't know her from a hole in the wall. They met on an app. Why are you not at least taking him in and asking more questions? I don't understand. I don't either. This whole case is sickening to me. From the, let's just start from the, the get-go. From the double standard on how this beautiful individual 
was taken. Yep. Unbelievable. I've never heard of this case. That's huge right there. The fact that I haven't. Right. Um, the fact that, yeah, they didn't know each other and they took a person's word on it. Right. Who's known to the police. Right. How is he known? How Why is he known? don't we know how he's known? Right. Why are they protecting him? Is he a witness in another case? Is he an informant? Has he been arrested before? Does he have a drug problem? Why do we not know these things? And why did they take his word? I, Is I he related understand. to somebody on the police department? Who knows? These are questions that have been tried to be swept under the rug here. Why did they not take the extra effort to find this individual's family? Right. You're telling me, I don't think I've ever been more livid Except when you told me, yeah, they found a note because they couldn't contact their effing daughter. Well, they couldn't find a contact number. That's what it, that's what was the statement that was released. They're the freaking police department. Thank you. They can find you for anything else. Yeah, know who she is. Okay, so let's do, 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 punch in on our little stupid computer and find out people that have that same name. Yeah. Maybe do some investigation. You know, within two days of Gabby Petito being missing, we had... Goddamn security camera footage from yep. out west to goddamn. I'm so friggin' mad, Florida, yep. that we had it all over the news every single day. Can People can find information for there. They can find out who Brian Laundry's sister is and harass her outside the house, but you can't find the next of kin of somebody who is now deceased. You're either stupid or you're lying. That's my line that I've used forever. Well, you're stupid or you're lying or you're covering something up. Here's my thing, Mark. Wasn't her cell phone there on the scene? I'm sure it was. Every 23, almost 24-year-old I know has their cell phone attached to their hip. You can't go through. it. Mother's, it probably said mom. Contact. It was probably a contact in there that said mom. And I didn't even think of that. You're right. Absolutely. As simple as that. There is no excuse for it. Can you imagine? And this family was obviously close because it was only a day and a half that her mother couldn't get a hold of her. And she was she frantically went to her apartment and knocked on the door. Now, can you imagine showing up and saying, oh, if you're looking for her, a hand freaking written note stuck to the door. Disgusting. I'm disgusted. I'm sorry. I'm disgusted. Yeah, you have a lot of answering to do Bridgeport Police Department. Absolutely do. And I think everybody in the Case Watch Army needs to make sure that they know that this is unacceptable. Absolutely. You will not brush this under the rug. Mm -mm. You will not. Just play this off and we're not moving forward until you have answers. And this audience of this podcast needs to make sure that happens and they're held accountable. Yep. Because this is unacceptable. Thank you very much, Jill, for bringing this case to our attention. Charity, thank you for doing the research. Yep. This case will not end here. We will follow up on this case. And if you have any other cases that you know are not being given the justice they deserve, please. Send and I one. mean this. From the bottom of my heart, you send them to us and we will cover them. And I promise that we'll do the very best to get them the justice that they so deserve. Guys, 603-212-4600. That's how you can contact us. Send us a text, a voicemail. We appreciate each and every one of you and all the feedback you provide. Guys, until the next episode, have a good one. Bye, guys. See ya.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.